When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to day 12 of Steelers training camp. This is the Steelers Today Show. I'm your host, Eddie Provident. With me is our editor-in-chief and Steelers expert, Dale Lawley. Uh, this is the DK Pittsburgh Sports uh, Network. Uh, Dale, what'd you see today, day 12? Um, kind of eventful on the injury side. A little bit. I mean, it's tough to, t- you know, you saw Pat Fryermuth get his, his left shoulder wrapped up. Uh, we'll see if that affects his play or, wh- or whether he plays or not uh, Thursday night in Canton. Um, I, I know... I saw a report out there that Mike Tomlin said that that he's going to play Najee Harris uh, in this preseason game. It's not what he said, first of all. He said he's going to allow him to prepare to play in the preseason game. Uh, he saw Najee Harris kind of do something, and he's flexing his right shoulder out there a little bit, but he was right back in the uh, next series uh, when they went to live run. So um, just, you know, those, those kind of things happen at this time of year. You don't see anybody getting carted off. That's the right. main thing. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I don't get too worked up over those kind of things when there's still a month, you know, left before they go to training camp. It's not like this is a Colts camp where they've got uh, Quentin Nelson and, and Carson Wentz getting surgeries yeah. uh, on, on their foot, uh, those kind of things. So, um, you know, we heard from Mike Tomlin, uh, you know, that he's going to start Mason Rudolph uh, in the game on Thursday going to be relieved by Dwayne Haskins, and then Josh Dobbs is going to finish up the game. You know, um, not, you know, not necessarily so. Um, you know, I think we made a decision today um, in anticipating that maybe Dwayne will finish the first half and Dobbs will finish the game because we're going to work two minutes today and we'll have two sets, and those are the two quarterbacks we chose. Just in anticipation of trying to get the guys game ready that could be in the game at those moments. But that's as far as I am down the road in terms of identifying, um, you know, how much guys are playing and things of that nature. You just got to kind of forecast for the effort of, for the uh, for the, you know, for the for the efforts of work. And and so those two guys get the two minute, and and those are the probable guys that could be in the game at those moments uh, on Thursday night. Uh, Mason, you know that that's what you're going to pay attention to here. You saw both Haskins and Dobbs lead a a two-minute offense to kind of Mm -hmm. end the practice today. Uh, Haskins leading a touchdown drive, uh, Dobbs getting intercepted. So, um, to me, that's really the the you know kind of the I don't know if you want to call it the exclamation point on the (laughs) first part of practice because this is what really this is, Eddie. Um, Those first couple weeks of practice before the first preseason game are a segment all unto themselves. Right. Now you're going to play a football game on Thursday night against the Cowboys, and then you're going to have another week's worth of practice to get ready for the next preseason game. So preseason training camp is largely at this point over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You talked about Dobbs and Haskins uh, running the two-minute drills today. We got to hear from Dwayne Haskins today. Uh, Do you think that third job is his locked up, or do you think there's still some battle there? And how do you think he stacks up against Mason Rudolph? Because, again, like you said, just camp. Uh, but Mason hasn't looked uh, as good as maybe we all thought and hoped he would look. 
He's also running against the ones a lot of times. Okay. While Haskins running against the twos, that makes a difference. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, now he's also working with some of the ones out there, but this will all get played out in the preseason games. I, I, I fully expect Mason Rudolph to be the number two quarterback on this team. Haskins to be the number three. Josh Dobbs goes to the to the, the practice squad because they have 16 spots on the practice squad this year. I, I don't know that that necessarily changes. Certainly, it can change. Um, but it really doesn't make a big difference in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, un- unless something happens to Ben Roethlisberger. It's just the difference between who's active on game days and who's down. So basically what you're saying is as much as people are trying to drum up some quarterback controversy or any kind of drama in the quarterback room, there really isn't any. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, I don't see it. Um, you know, they, gave, they just gave Mason Rudolph money. Right. And while it's not a big contract, he's the only it's one that's money. under contract mm-hmm. for next year. So I'm not going to say that that plays a role in that, but it plays a role in that. Sure. You know, you, who's the number two guy? He's your, you know, if he's your backup, he's your backup. And if the number three guy is still going to be in the roster, he's still protected. He's not going anywhere. So it really doesn't matter who's two and who's three. Right. Yeah. It's just, now you're just getting down to and, the minutia. And I, let's let's be real about this. If we get to the point where we're worried about who's two and who's three, and you know who's three and who's four. This season's in a lot more trouble than we than we wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, that anyways. means something so, happened to Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. He's just falling apart, and that that's not what you want at this point. Yeah, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, this is Steelers today with DK Pittsburgh Sports. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to Steelers today. I'm your host Eddie Provident. This is Dale Lawley. Uh, Dale, I know I said before the break we were going to talk about some defense, and we'll get into that. But you wanted to you had to sit down with Art Rooney today, so let's talk a little bit about what Art Rooney had to say. Yeah, um, you know he said that a they want to get a deal done with T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, now whether that happens or not, we'll see. I mean, I, as he's been through this a lot over the course of his career, you've seen you know Le'Veon Bell, for example, hold out when he had the the franchise tag on him and not show up. So I do think that. You know, when you look at this, um, there are things that, that can happen here. Even though both sides want to get something done, doesn't mean that it's automatically going to right. get done. But T.J. Watt's not going anywhere. He'll, he will be uh, Steelers, at least Steelers' property in 2023. But I do think something will get done with that. Uh, also said that, uh, you know, look, they want as a franchise to go back to St. Vincent College. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to go back this year. Obviously, the, the league and the state said no. Um, you know, so... Are they going to be back there next year? I would think so. Yeah. Uh, they're, they'll, you know, we won't be back at training camp here at Heinz Field. I don't believe in 2023. Talk a little bit about I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit of what that means for St. Vincent for the Steelers, because I, I mean, obviously, this is my first camp, so I, you know, I've experienced as a as a fan, but not as a you know somebody on the media side. Um, but what does that mean for the Steelers, for St. Vincent College, for the area, for the local businesses? Talk about that for a little. Well, bit. I think for, from a Steelers standpoint, you're looking at this as it's a tradition. B, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin uh, would keep those guys up there full time if he could, <laughs> if, if the NFLPA would let them. Um, he would he would sequester his team at St. Vincent College, keep them in that dorm room, <laughs> and just play the entire season because it, it fosters some team unity. You know, you're in you're in that dorm with the rest of your teammates, and it kind of forces you to, to be around the other guys. And so you you develop race relationships with guys. Guys hang out, they play video games together, they study together, do whatever they do, uh, you know, after practice. But they're all doing it together. That may not be happening in this kind of setting here at Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. You know, where guys are 
are hopping in their cars and everybody's off to their respective right. apartments or their families or whatever it may be. You know, you're not kind of forced to be together like that. So, you know, they, they miss that. Uh, in terms of what St. Vincent College and Latrobe misses, it's thousands of Steeler fans mm -hmm. every summer that, that show up for that. So it's a big deal for them as well. Um, so I would expect that's going to happen again next year. So we'll be back at Sharkies. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll wrap up uh, two things. So uh, on the defensive side of the football, I did want to talk about this. Uh, Robert Spillane, we saw him one-on-one uh, -on -one against Najee Harris, one-on-one uh, -on -one against, I think it was Pat Fryermuth, but uh, he, he got beat a couple of times. Do you look into anything? Do you look into that at all? Or is that just a one-on-one -on -one drill for a guy who's not really built for one-on-one uh, -on -one coverage? It's, it's as much as backs on backers favors the defense, and it absolutely does. Those one-on-one -on -one passing drills where, the, where you have a tight end or a running back on a linebacker with the entire field open behind them. It's kind of hard. It's not fair. <laughs> It's especially for a guy like Spillane, who is more of a he's more of a, a, a zone linebacker mm -hmm. than he is a man to man guy. Right. He's not going to win any foot races out there, but he's smart enough to know his, his, his depth of drops and those kind of things. That's that's where his his value comes into play. Read the quarterback's eyes, those kind of things. So. Yeah, it's not going to favor a guy like Robert Spillane. And then finally, uh, looking forward to Thursday, uh, the game against the Cowboys up in Canton. Uh, what are you looking forward to as far as storylines go? What are you? Who are you excited to see in pads uh, playing against another uniform? Uh, what's your what, What's your outlook for Thursday night? I just you know I just want to see a game. Yeah. Um, right about a game. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of the attention will be on Haskins. As I mentioned, I don't think Harris is going to play, but we'll see Kendrick Green in there at center. Um, you know, so there's some young guys that you want to see out there, see how they perform against another team and, and see how that goes. And, you know, injuries are always part of this. So, you know, do they make it through this game uh, unscathed? Yeah. All right. Well, the next time we see you, we'll have a football game to talk about. Uh, for Dale Lawley, I'm Eddie Provident. This has been Steelers Today on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you later.